Dear friends, sorry to announce a genocide, a Naomi Wolf repost. It's really true. They know they are killing the babies. I thought this blog deserved audio. Naomi, if you see this, I would be happy to donate audio performances for your Substack posts, but it would be better if you read them yourself. This would extend your reach because many people don't read. So this is by Dr. Naomi Wolf, published on May 29, 2022. Click the author's name to subscribe to her Substack. And here she is. I've been silent for some weeks. Forgive me. The truth is, I've been rendered almost speechless, or the literary equivalent of that, because recently I've had the unenviable task of trying to announce to the world that indeed a genocide, or what I've called clumsily but urgently, a quote, baby die-off, is underway. The War Room slash Daily Clout Pfizer Documents Research Volunteers, a group of 3,000 highly credentialed doctors, RNs, biostatisticians, medical fraud investigators, lab clinicians, and research scientists, have been turning out report after report, as you may know, to tell the world what is in the 5,500 internal Pfizer documents which the FDA had asked a court to keep under wraps for 75 years. <clears throat> By court order, these documents were forcibly disclosed. And our experts are serving humanity by reading through these documents and explaining them in lay terms. You can find all of the volunteers' reports on dailyclout.io. The lies revealed are stunning. The war room slash daily clout volunteers have confirmed that Pfizer, and thus the FDA, knew by December 2020 that the mRNA vaccines did not work, that they, quote, waned in efficacy and presented, quote, vaccine failure. One side effect of getting vaccinated, as they knew by one month after the mass 2020 rollout, was COVID. Pfizer knew in May of 2021 that 35 minors' hearts had been damaged a week after the mRNA injection, but the FDA rolled out the EUA for teens a month later anyway, and parents did not get a press release from the U.S. government about heart harms till August of 2021, after thousands of teens were vaccinated. Pfizer, and thus the FDA, many of the documents say FDA colon confidential at the lower boundary, knew that contrary to what the highly paid spokesmodels and bought off physicians were assuring people, the mRNA, spike protein, and lipid nanoparticles did not stay in the injection site in the deltoid, but rather went within 48 hours into the bloodstream, from there to lodge in the liver, spleen, adrenals, lymph nodes, and if you are a woman, in the ovaries. Pfizer, and thus the FDA, knew that the Moderna vaccine had 100 micrograms of mRNA, lipid nanoparticles, and spike protein, which was more than three times the 30 micrograms of the adult Pfizer dose. The company's internal documents show a higher rate of adverse events with the 100 microgram dose, so they stopped experimenting with that amount internally due to its, quote, reactogenicity, Pfizer's words. But no one told all the millions of Americans who all got the first and second 100 microgram Moderna dose and the boosters. Pfizer skewed the trial subjects so that almost three quarters were female 
a gender that is less prone to cardiac damage. Pfizer lost the records of what became of hundreds of their trial subjects. In the internal trials, there were over 42,000 adverse events and more than 1,200 people died. Four of the people who died, died on the day that they were injected. Adverse events tallied up in the internal Pfizer documents are completely different from those reported on the CDC website or announced by corrupted physicians and medical organizations and hospitals. These include vast columns of joint pain, muscle pain, masses of neurological effects, including MS, Guillain-Barre, and Bell's palsy, encephalopathy, every iteration possible of blood clotting, thrombocytopenia at scale, strokes, hemorrhages, and many kinds of ruptures of membranes throughout the human body. The side effects about which Pfizer and the FDA knew but you did not, including blistering problems, rashes, shingles, and herpetic conditions, indeed a range of blistering conditions oddly foreshadowing the symptoms of monkeypox. The internal documents show that Pfizer, and thus the FDA, knew that angry red welts or hives were a common reaction to the PEG, a petroleum-derived allergen in the vaccine ingredients, one that you are certainly not supposed to ingest. Indeed, PEG is an allergen so severe that many people can go into anaphylactic shock if they are exposed to it. But people with a PEG allergy are not warned away from the vaccines or even carefully watched by their doctors, EpiPen in hand. They were left to their shock. Pfizer knew that, quote, exposure to the vaccines was defined, in their words, as sexual contact, especially at the time of conception, skin contact, inhalation, or lactation. Fact checkers can deny this all they want. The documents speak for themselves. Of course, people who have tried to raise any of these issues have been deplatformed, scolded by the president, called insane, and roundly punished. Athletes and college students and teenagers are collapsing on football and soccer fields. Doctors wring their hands and express mystification. But BioNTech SEC filing shows a fact about which the CDC and the AMA breathe not a word. Feigning so violently that you may hurt yourself is one of the side effects important enough for BioNTech to highlight to the SEC, but not to highlight to you and me. I was able to process all of this and keep simply reporting. But in the last few weeks, the horror overcame me because now the volunteers under the excellent leadership of program manager, Amy Kelly, have confirmed that there is a genocide underway, intentionally driven or not. And Israeli journalist Itana Hecht has added her own superb analysis. Here is Ms. Hecht's summary of the volunteers' finding. It's entitled Vaccinated Women. The topic of pregnant and nursing moms getting vaccinated under encouragement and coercion is painful. It's painful to research, painful to write about, and painful to learn how carelessly the most precious among us are being treated. The very essence of life and nature live within pregnant and nursing mothers. And there's a link to uh, for you so you can read the whole thing. 
It seems that there can indeed be a happenstance genocide. Reproduction itself is targeted, intentionally or not, by the messenger RNA vaccines. And if you know that reproduction is harmed and babies and fetuses are harmed, and you know that this is at scale, which everyone at Pfizer and at the FDA who read these documents knew, and if you do not stop, then does that not ultimately become a genocide? The War Room slash Daily Clout volunteers have confirmed that lipid nanoparticles, the tiny, hard, fatty casings that contain the messenger RNA, traverse the amniotic membrane. That means that they enter the fetal environment, of course. They also traverse the blood-brain barrier, which may help explain the post-mRNA vaccination strokes and cognitive issues we are seeing. The volunteers have drilled deep into the Pfizer documents reports about pregnancy and found that the assurance that the vaccine is, quote, safe and effective for pregnant women was based on a study of 44 French rats followed, by, followed for 42 days. The scientists who ran the study were shareholders or employees of BioNTech. The volunteers found that while pregnant women were excluded from the internal studies, and thus from the EUA, on which basis all pregnant women were assured the vaccine was, quote, safe and effective. Nonetheless, about 270 women got pregnant during the study. More than 230 of them were lost somehow to history. But of the 36 pregnant women whose outcomes were followed, 28 lost their babies. The volunteers found that a baby died after nursing from a vaccinated lactating mother and was found to have an inflamed liver. Many babies nursing from vaccinated mothers showed agitation, gastrointestinal distress, and failure to thrive or to grow and were inconsolable. I'm hearing anecdotal reports of these symptoms in babies nursing from vaccinated mothers now from across the country. The Pfizer documents also show that some vaccinated mothers had suppressed lactation or could produce no milk at all. Doctors, of course, are stumped by this. Stumped. The NIH database has a preprint study making the case that there are negligible amounts of PEG in the breast milk of vaccinated women. But what is a negligible amount of a petroleum product in mother's milk when you are a tiny newborn with no immunities just arriving into the world? The NIH preprint itself reported higher levels of GI distress and sleeplessness in the infant studied, and one mother had elevated PEG levels in breast milk, and the fine print concludes that more study is needed. Quote, larger studies are needed to increase our understanding of transfer of PEG into human milk and the potential effects after ingestion by the infant. Although expert consensus states there is minimal or no potential risk for the infant from maternal COVID-19 vaccination, the minor symptoms that were reported, that is sleep changes and gastrointestinal symptoms, could be further investigated in future studies to determine if they were, are related to vaccination." Unquote. Since no babies died in the brief time frame of the tiny study, the study concluded that nursing babies suffered no real ill effects from vaccinated mothers. But the study did not follow these poor babies with their acknowledged sleeplessness and their confirmed GI distress to see if they actually, quote, thrived, that is, gained weight and developed normally.
On such faulty science were women assured that the vaccines were, quote, safe and effective for them and their nursing babies. But four of the lactating vaccinated women in the Pfizer documents reported, quote, blue-green breast milk. I'm not making this up. And the nursing baby who died with an inflamed liver, the case has been buried, has not made headlines. Coincidentally or not, the same FDA that turned a blind eye to the vast harms to humans and to the subcategory of moms and babies in the Pfizer documents declared that Abbott, a major producer of baby formula in the U.S., had to close its factory. Coincidentally, with little formula available, and with some or many, we don't know, vaccinated moms having compromised breast milk, it turns out that Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, Richard Branson, and Mark Zuckerberg have all invested in a startup called BioMILQ, which produces lab-grown breast milk from mammary cells. Reports of the startup include this Frankenstein-like language, as if it's normal. Quote, The BioMILK team creates its product from cells taken from human breast tissues and milk, donated by women in the local community who get a Target gift card in return. As if all of this is not horrific enough, Ms. Hecht drew studies from three countries, Canada, Scotland, and now Israel, to show that babies are dying disproportionately during and after 2021 in highly vaccinated countries and that newborns are dying disproportionately if they have been vac- if they have vaccinated mothers versus unvaccinated mothers. In highly vaccinated Scotland, almost twice the number of babies died in 2021 as died in baseline numbers. In Ontario, Canada, 86 babies died in 2021 versus a baseline of four or five. This was a baby die-off so severe that a brave parliamentarian brought the issue to parliament. In Israel, at Rambam Hospital in Haifa, there were 34% more spontaneous abortions and stillbirths to vaccinated women as to unvaccinated women. Ms. Hecht also notes that menstrual dysregulation in vaccinated women is fully confirmed now by many studies with an average of one extra day of bleeding a month, a side effects about which I warned in March of 2021, which in turn got me called names by a CNN commentator and permanently deplatformed from Twitter. You don't have to know more than eighth grade biology to know that a dysregulated menstrual cycle, not to mention spike protein accumulating in the ovaries, not to mention the traversing of the body's membranes, including the amniotic sac, by tiny, hard, fatty, lipid nanoparticles, not to mention PEG in breast milk, is all going to affect fertility, fetal health, childbirth, and baby's GI well-being or distress, and thus their ability or failure to thrive, let alone to bond. And now the babies are dying. Now scale the data from Canada, Scotland, and Israel to all the vaccinated nations in the world. What do we do with all of this? Knowing as I do now that Pfizer and the FDA knew that babies were dying and mother's milk discoloring just by looking at their own internal records, knowing as I do now that they did not alert anyone, let alone stop what they were doing, and that to this day, 
Pfizer, the FDA, and other demonic, quote, public health entities are pushing to mRNA vaccinate more and more pregnant women. Now that they are about to force this on women in Africa and other lower income nations who are not seeking the mRNA vaccines, per Pfizer CEO Bourla this past week at the World Economic Forum, and knowing that Pfizer is pushing and may even receive a US EUA for babies to five-year-olds, I must conclude that we are looking into an abyss of evil not seen since 1945. So I don't know about you, but I must switch gears with this kind of unspeakable knowledge to another kind of discourse. I'm not saying that this is exactly like finding evidence of Dr. Mengele's experiments, but I am saying with these findings that now the comparison may not be that excessive. These anti-humans at Pfizer speaking at the World Economic Forum, these anti-humans at the FDA knowing what they know, are targeting the miraculous female body with its ability to conceive, gestate, birth, and nurture life. They are targeting the female body's ability to sustain a newborn human being with nothing but itself. They are targeting the amniotic membrane, the ovaries that release the ovum. They, they are targeting the lymph and blood that helps support the building up of mother's milk. They are targeting the fetus and utero, helpless. They are targeting the human fetus's very environment, one of the most sacred spaces on this earth, if not the most sacred, and they know it. I don't know about you, and I'm not proselytizing, but as you may know if you read me here, these ap apocalyptic days, I turn to prayer. I started to say in public once I had to face the fact of the die-off of the babies that this is a biblical time, and I mean Old Testament biblical. It is a time like that of the construction of the Tower of Babel, of massive arrogance against divine plans. Men such as Bill Gates tamper with and seek to outdo God's best works in lab after lab, and tech brothers, quote, disrupt the human competition for their unsought-after goods and services by targeting human processes and by ruining the bodies made in the image of God. It is a time that when the ten plagues assaulted the Egyptians in Exodus 11, 4 through 6. Quote, so Moses said, this is what the Lord says, about midnight I will go throughout Egypt. Every firstborn son in Egypt will die from the firstborn son of Pharaoh, who sits on the throne to the firstborn son of the female slave, who is at her handmill, and all the firstborn of the cattle as well. There will be loud wailing throughout Egypt, worse than there has ever been or ever will be again. This is the worst plague of all, the slaying of the firstborn. It is a time of Satan, quote, going to and fro in the earth and walking up and down on it, as Job 2 describes him. It is a time of demons sauntering around in human spaces, though they look human enough themselves, smug in their Italian suits on panels at the World Economic Forum. Satan and his armies ruining the conception, the milk, the menses, the touch, the cradling of the infant by his mother, ruining the feeding of the infant, ruining the babies themselves. I read the prophets a lot these days, because how could I not? I'm looking for what writer Annie Lamott called, quote, operating instructions. What do you do when humanity itself is threatened? 
when there are professional battalions and bureaucratic departments of people who act with anathema towards the human race. Surely there must be a clue. So I reread the story of Noah and the book of Esther a lot these days. I reread Jeremiah. We've been here before, embarrassingly often when it comes to that. The story is always the same, at least in the Hebrew Bible. In the New Testament, of course, God skips to the end and upends the plot. At least in the Hebrew Bible, God is always trying to get our attention, always, it seems, simply asking us just to walk alongside him, simply asking us to keep his not-too-challenging commandments, not indeed asking a lot. Jeremiah 1.13 The word of the Lord came to me again. What do you see? I see a pot that is boiling, I answered. It is tilting toward us from the north. The Lord said to me, From the north disaster will be poured out on all who live in the land. I am about to summon all the peoples of the northern kingdoms, declares the Lord. Their kings will come and set up their thrones in the entrance of the gates of Jerusalem. They will come against all her surrounding walls and against all the towns of Judah. I will pronounce my judgments on my people because of their wickedness in forsaking me, in burning incense to other gods and in worshiping what their hands have made. In the Hebrew Bible, anyway, the math is simple. We turn, we listen, and we are saved. Or we carry on heedlessly, worshiping what our hands have made, sluts to other gods, to quote the science, to, to media lies, to the narcissism of convention, these days one might say, and thus we are lost. We have been nearly lost time and time again. This time could really be the last time. These monsters in the labs on the transnational panels are so very skillful and so powerful, and their dark work is so extensive. If God is there, again, after all the times that we have tried his patience, and indeed, who knows? Will we reach out a hand to him in return? Will we take hold in the last moment out of this abyss and simply find a way to walk alongside him? Or will we this time, in losing the babies and heedlessly carrying on nonetheless, be truly lost ourselves? <laughs>